Okay. Welcome, everyone, to our post-SummerSlam edition of Mouthpiece Wrestling, where we pretty much got all our predictions wrong. So we'll just brief over that. <laughs> but we'll just, we'll just, we'll kill that at the beginning. But yes, welcome to episode two. Thank you all for the support shown so far. It's really been um, appreciated that people have obviously got on board with it and uh, the love is shown. So big thank you to everyone. I'm back. I'm Darry Lips. Back with Wolfie. Say hi, my man. You all right, people? How you doing? We're back. We're back, man. It's been an, it's been an interesting week in the world of professional wrestling. Mm. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going down, man. So what happened with, um, well, what, how did you find Raw Smackdown this week? Um, yeah, they're okay, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not hating where they're going at the minute. They obviously, I think they realize there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not hating where they're going. I think they, they show, they, they move things along, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. from SummerSlam. I think, I think they knew SummerSlam was a dud and I think they put a, a, a ending point at SummerSlam to most of them feuds. And I think the roar after started new ones, you know? So, yeah. uh, I'm quite, quite pleased with it. I thought SmackDown was better than raw um but yeah yeah i i I like what they're doing they're obviously they're having to react because of everything's going on i like i'm liking what i'm seeing at the minute i'm enjoying watching it again you know yeah that and that's the thing like just looking around social media i can can kind of tell like everyone's kind of starting to warm up to wwe again it's like it's like everything's kind of going back to normal from you know Mm. the rocky road we were on to like now where everyone just seems to kind of be on board where they're going in the direction they're going and um you know i feel like for me personally i feel like smackdown is kind of i wouldn't say building but the storyline and the storytelling and just how the, the show flows of course because it's two hours just seems a lot more enjoyable than watching a three-hour raw but raw is still actually kind of getting back to where it used to be like back in the old days where it was actually quite consistent for the whole three hours you know what i mean Mm. which which is good yeah um so any major talking points for raw smackdown um king of the ring being returned obviously was the was the main thing that come out of first of all raw um the that's really cool and the people they've selected it's a nice mix there's some there's a chad gables in there you know elias is in there what I'm worried about is I see a picture though saying it's Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet in the opening round, so well, it's a little the, bit uh, disappointing. I've but... got the the brackets here, and it's um some of the matches that we've got earlier on are very not I wouldn't say worrying, but it's like you know there's some matches you kind of be like oh I kind of expected that to be like a like a semi final or or quarter final match. Mm. Um, so for the Raw brackets we've got cesaro versus samojo again that's kind of to me a semi-final mm. match um like you said we've got ricochet versus drew mcintyre so unfortunately that could have, that could have been the final almost, do you know what i mean you know? so unfortunately someone's gonna have to take an early my exit. guess is seeing that ricochet's uh, like involved i suppose in the big picture at the minute i'm guessing drew will win that with interference maybe but Possibly. it's a shame to have that match so early you know, do you know what i mean yeah it's, it it's really it's really annoying. Um, then we've got Cedric versus Sami Zayn. That's going to be if they let them go. Oh, Cedric is funny. flying at the minute, man. Like again, his match with with Drew, one of the so best good. things off Raw, man. So I, I I didn't I couldn't I I wouldn't have anticipated me enjoying Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander. If you show me that on paper, I'd be like, <laughs> what? I'm not <laughs> even. It's a squash match, but I could watch them fight all day. And the, like on Raw, 
if you just forward to the match where Drew does his Claymore kick, boy, he he executed it well. He Cedric sold it well. Everyone in the crowd, including me, I stood up and I was like, <gasps> devastating, man. Like yeah, Drew, yeah. Drew, like Drew is so. I don't know, man. Like when I look at Drew McIntyre, just you, you just think champion. You just think he deserves to be like the face. I think WWE. he will be. I think because he, will he can be. talk. He's got the physique. He's got the in-ring ability. Um, mm. He's got the respect. You know, he, he to me, he's yeah. A lot because I think everyone also respects him because he he went away. He knew he was. He didn't leave on bad terms. He went away and took it as an opportunity. Like, okay, I'm coming back. I'm mm-hmm. going to show you guys what I'm really like. You know, because I thought he was quite good before, but he was just, he was too early in. But he yeah. went away, sort, found his character, found himself, worked his butt off across the indies, and now he's come back 100%. And, like, so I was reading that they used him in the next match with Undertaker to help Undertaker get over the Saudi Arabia match. I mean, what kind of respect must you get? And for Roman, because he'd only just come mm. back as well. So if you're being put in the matches to help get over people like Roman Reigns and, Mac and, and Undertaker... You're doing something right, and yeah, and he's always been a Vince favorite. Like he literally, yeah, is that stereotypical guy that Vince likes. He can talk, long hair, big, and can move a bit. You know, yeah. He called, didn't he call like um, Drew McIntyre like the golden child or something back in the day? Like, yeah, when he yeah, first, yeah. First and apparently that was all true. Like McIntyre is exactly what Vince wants. And the thing is, is that McIntyre is um is working fine. He's, yeah. he'll be champ though. He'll he'll be champ. Um, then we've got Miz and Baron Corbin as one of the brackets. So that, for me, is just an easy way to get Baron Corbin through to the next round. Um, mm, yeah. that, that's why that was set up. Or it's it depends what's the next bracket after. If it's like Drew McIntyre side, Miz will win. If it's Samoa Joe, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, to yeah. give a heel or face in the semifinal to Supposedly, whoever's gone yeah. through, you know? Yeah. Um, for the SmackDown Live side, we've got Kevin Owens and Elias. That's an easy Owens win. Um, then we've got this is this is the match that I would have probably expected. To, you know, I wouldn't even say go as far as to say like I would have put this in the final. We've got Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Oh my gosh! In the first round, mm. <laughs> that's it's just, too soon. It's where they're doing Ali at the minute, and it's not like it's funny. Like when you think his push was meant to be what Kofi's got, and now mm-hmm. Ali's just being lost in the shuffle a bit while Kofi's gone on to great things. And after SmackDown. Buddy Murphy is is hot right now. I can't see Buddy Murphy losing that. Well, do you know what it is, right? It's like, for me, I personally think that it was actually, even though I dislike him because he blocked me on Twitter, but whatever. Um, <laughs> That's a different actually, episode, yeah. <laughs> I actually think that Road Dog was the one that was all behind Ali because as soon as he stepped down from his position and went down to NXT, Ali's just been lost, as you said, in the shuffle. Like, mm. nothing's happened. So I, I actually think he was the one that was kind of, because, of course, he was the head writer of SmackDown. So I actually think he was the one that was kind of, you know, like, this guy is actually really, really good. Maybe even to go go far as saying, like, he saw a young mini X-Park in Ali mm-hmm. as to why yeah, he yeah. pushed him to, to The only good did. thing for guys like that on SmackDown is, is Bischoff does have de- decent history with cruiserweights. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, but to be honest, I'm not hearing that Bischoff's doing a hell of a lot at the minute. So, um, but the only hope for them is that Bischoff gets gets a little bit because he's he's got good history with cruiserweights. I mean, WCW sort of cruiserweight division was at the time oh, one of the thing. best things. The the best thing coming out of WCW was those guys, you know. Yeah. So, but we'll see. As I say, Murphy looked amazing on SmackDown, so I can't see. I can see Murphy going far, you know, and getting a nod from Roman. 
you know, Roman mm-hmm. is the new multi-year highest paid big dog, you know. So to get a sort of show of respect at the end of the match like that is a big push for Buddy Murphy, you know, in a losing effort. You know? Do you think? Do you think they'll give um, Ali and Murphy time? Because I think that if they give them time, and they kind of portray Ali the way they portrayed Buddy Murphy against Roman Reigns, I feel like it still won't damage Ali as much. But if they just yeah. go yeah. out with a straight, just you know, a generic match, kind of, if you will, I feel like they so, yeah. If they give them time and say, okay, guys, let's see what you can do, and they let them do their thing. Uh, yeah then either either winner will come out either loser will come out fine you know because they'll watch those two and go oh geez you guys can wrestle you know look like cedric alexander's uh, alexander's doing on raw like he's holding his own in them matches like you're not looking at him as a cruiserweight anymore you know yeah yeah. and uh yeah so i think they'll be fine those three i think you know as long as ali gets booked ali needs a feud that he needs to win after this though he needs he needs a, a winning feud you know then we've got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, so former tag team partners, which is interesting. But I, I really just see this going with Chad Gable. I don't really feel like the thing. I, no, I don't. I don't think so because I think Chad Gable's not going to do anything. Leave him on two hundred five live. Let him have great matches, and I don't ever want to see him anywhere else. Like, I, yeah, I think Shelton's going to win. I, I think yes, because think. yeah, I think so. I think uh, Chad Gable needs to be like the star of two hundred five. Like. There's a match last week against Jack Gallagher. Guys, go and watch that. And that's all you want to see Chad Gable do is just have these banging matches on 205 every week. I don't... Yeah, I think he'll put on a good match with Shelton, and I think he's solely in that match to make people go and watch 205. Do you know? 205 is like that. It's like the wrestling place, isn't it? Like, you've got Raw and SmackDown, which is like entertainment, and you've got NXT, which is like a complete package. Mm. But then would you go as far as saying that, like, 205 is the place where wrestlers can just go and wrestle. Right now, yeah, yeah. For me, mm-hmm. 205 is the unmissable show for me personally right now. I don't miss 205 Live. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Like, I don't. I, I really, really enjoy the show at the minute. As I say, Gallagher versus Gable was... There's always a match like that where you're going like, whoa, every week, mm-hmm. you know, at the minute. So, uh, yeah. But I would, uh, I would have Shelton win that and... Just show what Chad Gable can do because 205 is showing what Chad Gable can do. He's a very good performer. But Chad Gable for me is just another Cesaro personality. You'll always go, wow, what a match. But no one will actually care if he wins anything, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sad because he's a good wrestler. Last on the bracket is Apollo Cruz and Andrade Cianomas, which I think we can all say we want Andrade to go through. Although... Apollo Cruz doesn't get as much credit as he should do because he's very, very good. But yeah, uh, he just called just... up too early. But I like the little mini push he's getting right now. The thing that worries me is who's gonna be. It's a bit obvious for me that either Almas or Drew is gonna win. So I just wonder which face is gonna sneak through. I mean, it could be a Chad Gable, I suppose. I think there'll be a sneaky face, and then one of Almas or Drew will probably win it, unless they do have two heels in the final. It's possible. I would My guess. final prediction is actually going to be Murphy, <laughs> Murphy yeah. and Drew McIntyre. I think that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. After what he did against Roman Reigns, Buddy Murphy, and I think, and I don't think Roman Reigns is going to just keep that to himself. I think he would would have gone to Vince McMahon and said, "Listen, this guy is the real deal. Like, you need to you need to work with him. Mm. Get that praise from someone like Roman Reigns. You're you're getting pushed. Do you know what I mean? You're getting somewhere." I just and... can't see they let Almas beat Rey Mysterio 2-0 on Raw this week and then he loses to someone like 
Buddy Murphy. Can't see it. Well, no, I mean, Andrade will go through to like the quarterfinals or semifinals, but I don't think I don't think he'll face off against um, Murphy. I think because mm. right now we don't even know what Murphy is. We don't know if Murphy's a face or a heel. Yeah, so maybe they use King of the Ring to let him run, see what the crowd do. You know? Yeah. Because right now we all love him, which is <laughs> which is an issue. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then you kind of had two tweeners on SmackDown facing against each other, which was Murphy and Roman Reigns. So it's like right now we, there's no real character um, direction for for Buddy Murphy because we don't know what he is. We don't know if they're trying to portray him as yeah. a heel or a face. And the, this this could be a run as whether the crowd get into him or not. I suppose. I, I'm I'm into him. I'm very much behind Buddy. Oh Murphy. god, yeah, yeah. And to hear, like I read this week, that it was just an accident. Like, that it was only yeah. because someone on Twitter picked up that he was walking by. He wasn't meant to be part of this story at all. <laughs> this is how the best WWE storylines are coming out of complete flukes. Kofi, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> it's funny. But it's like, if they just did it, then, you know, it would well, just exactly. make them like, People have been person. screaming for Buddy Murphy to debut since they, he got drafted to SmackDown, you know? Yeah. And, and we yeah. haven't seen him. He got, he got drafted in April, man. Yeah, this is the Eight. first we've seen him. Well, he came out and called out Ali, didn't he, on SmackDown, but they edited it out. They went to a break. Like, it wasn't shown. They showed the clip on Twitter. So, there was ages ago, he came out and cut a promo on Ali already, but they went to uh, advert and didn't, they edited it out. They didn't show it. So. Interesting. Mm, that was a while ago, actually. Um, right, so, the we had um, Buddy Murphy, like we've just kind of spoken about it briefly, but we had Buddy Murphy and um, Roman Reigns this week on SmackDown. Mm. Um, I'd go out and I'd go as far as saying this is probably a match of the year contender. Like that match was yeah. so so good, man. If you guys haven't yeah. seen it, go out of your way, watch the replays, find it somewhere, just watch it. Just just that match alone, just watch it, and it kind of it, it's really lifted my respect for Roman Reigns because he sold everything like a champ. Like he made sure that that Buddy Murphy looked as good as he could. And, you know, you only get that from a proper ring general, like a proper, I'd say, locker room leader. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, hats off to Roman Reigns for that. I, I do. You've got my respect for that, honestly. Yeah. But it's like, as you were saying, um, you know, where do we go from here? Because, you know, you as you said, you found um, a few reports saying that it was, an, it was an actual fluke. It wasn't meant to be involved. Yeah, he just got caught by the camera and... Twitter eyes are, are fast, don't they, on stuff like that? <laughs> so Twitter yeah. is quick to spot out anything. But apparently, yeah, he was in the wrong part. He walked away to get out of scene and Twitter caught him and that's why they blamed him. And yeah, it wasn't meant to be the story, but somehow that's how you get your break, isn't it? He's, he, he definitely showed in that match that he's taking that opportunity. So they want people trouble. to reach for them brass rings. No, I don't. I don't think he got in trouble. I think, um, I think they just put it into the storyline to get rid of why he was there and then the crowd have kind of rolled with it. So I think, you know, I think it's worked out well and, you know, he's taken an opportunity much like Kofi did, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then on Raw, as you mentioned as well, we had Drew and Cedric Alexander. In amazing match again. An yeah. amazing match. So right now it seems like, and it just, it just kind of shows you that, you know, WWE, especially on the main roster, do have the talent because half of these guys, you look at the, the current landscape of the main roster, half of them, or at least at least more than that, like 60% of them have actually come from NXT. 
And we yeah. all know that NXT, the, the guys down there can wrestle. So the roster right now, the main roster, they're more than capable of having matches, match of the years, like every single week. But it's just... Mm. But then, see, see, but then we say that. But then we had the most pointless Robert Roode versus No Way Jose match. I have no idea what that was for. Was that It wasn't for the title. There wasn't an interlude of 24-7. I mean... Was it just time filler? I don't. I didn't see the point of that match, like at all. <laughs> I mean, personally for me, I I, does it mean that Rude maybe getting a push? It'd be nice, but I, I don't know I think what he's that too was. Late for that now. I yeah, think. and I don't think he wants to. I think you can see he's just there for the 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 payday. You know, he's going to get a decent check. I just don't see the point of that match. It must have just been filler. Is all I see, can think. See, but this is this is my issue of Robert Rude. It's like I was the one that was always when he was in NXT and I wasn't Mr. Negative. I was just being realistic. I was like, you know, most of these guys, like most of the fans only like him because of his theme music. Like no one actually cares about Bobby Roode in terms of in-ring ability. Now I'm not saying he can't wrestle because he can't, the guy can wrestle his socks off, but it was his theme song that got him over before anything else. And then as soon as he went to the main roster and, you know, they really didn't portray him as a heel again, he just went flat. Like that was it. The, the thing is, Bobby went... Roode should be a heel, but his glorious his glorious theme is way too over. Yeah. So it leaves you confused because, like, you cheer when he comes out, and you're like, "But wait, he's a heel, and he's always <laughs> a heel." He's like Billy Gunn. You love to just hate him, don't you? Like, you just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's just yeah, he's true. got that heel arrogance, but his music gets me all excited, <laughs> and I'm like, "What <laughs> doesn't make sense to me?" Oh man, um, I suppose the yeah, last it's... bit we should reach on from Raw is uh, the boss's return. Oh, she's back. She's back. Um, I like the way they did that, though. Get the pop because everyone's pleased to see her. And then she just beats people up like However, Sasha Banks style. Are you not concerned the fact that her first rivalry is against Becky Lynch? No. In all honesty, I actually think she's going to take the title. Off. I do. I think she's going to take the title. I think to have calmed her down, they're going to have had to make certain promises. I can't see her yeah. coming back and losing her first feud. I mean, I know Natalia's now out for a while, isn't she? Because she actually is taking some time off. So now it makes sense why they booked her in the title match with Becky. Like, the whole thing now makes sense because Natalia's obviously going to go away for a bit. But yeah, no, I'm, I, don't, I don't worry. I think the title needs to come off Becky, Becky. I think they need to go back to the less arrogant, more underdog person that she was last year, you know? They need to drop this arrogance because I don't think it's helping Becky anymore. It's not, and... and... I feel like we fell in love with, well, not personally me, because I've not really been a fan of Becky Lynch, but I feel like everyone was in love with Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch's story as someone who was chasing that the title. character needs Ronda Rousey. There's no one for Becky to fight. Like, that attitude, that arrogance, mm-hmm. needs Ronda Rousey as the other side, you know? Like, I would never thought I would have said it, because I wasn't a fan of the whole thing, but right now... They kind of miss Ronda Rousey. They do. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. They do. like I didn't realize just how no. good impact. But yeah, the Becky character doesn't. She needs another one to bounce off. It needs another fighter. You know, it needs a Ronda Rousey. That's why it was so good because Ronda Rousey played the other side of it, yeah. the arrogant UFC fighter, really well. But right now, like they can't make Natalia that person. Sasha isn't that person. Sa- Sasha's a proper heel. You know, she's just going to be slimy and fucking sneaky. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm thinking they'll take the title off and try and get Becky back to where she was last year. I think I think what more than anything they need someone just legit, like just someone who's real, 
Do you know what I mean? Because that's that's what that's what Ronda was. She was real at the end of the day. Mm. And what what seemed like most of what they did came across very I know it was kind of planned out by Paul Heyman here and there, things on Twitter, but it seemed very authentic. It seemed very natural. Um besides her little videos that she was doing, those were quite forced, but you know they need yeah they just need they need Ronda Rousey someone who's legit because you look but, at the... but first they needed Banks back and to be honest I, I like it's, it's big for them to have Sasha Banks back um, but then they need um, they need Ronda Rousey back too if they're going to continue with this Becky one like I do think or they just need to build someone up like build someone up like make yeah them they've got they've got a deep legit. women's roster in there yeah just they make could... look someone look legit let them yeah, go yeah. undefeated until the Royal Rumble or even after that and then. Well, stop having the Kabuki Warriors tag. Let those two go separate. Now that Paige has just had surgery, maybe they can split them up. Like I like I like them. They work really well together. But I think Oscar and Sane should be singles. A hundred percent, definitely, because they could do that. But yeah, Kyrie but no, Sage, I like Kyrie where it all is. You know, I just um, for Raw, I, I are they going to do like? Is it going to be a fatal four way? Is it going to be Styles, Rollins, Strowman, and Ricochet for the title, like Clash of Champions? I don't, I don't see where they're going with it. Mm. If Styles didn't have the US title, it makes sense. But I don't know. Maybe is Ricochet ready for a Fatal Four Way main event match? Probably. Yeah. But don't know. Is it going to be Strowman versus Rollins? Because I can't imagine Strowman staying nice for long. And Heyman is so hot on Strowman, so. Well, they've got a lot of rebuilding to do with him. Because... Yeah, so but it's nice to see. I'm guessing that Styles, Rollins, Ricochet, and Strowman is the main event picture right now until yeah. whoever wins King of the Ring, I'm assuming. you know, They should have really done King of the Ring before SummerSlam, I think, and the winner had a title shot at SummerSlam. Would have... So does the winner, is the winner going to get a title shot at Survivor Series, I'm assuming? Well, or I'd assume so. That... Well, we don't know because usually they do the whole Raw versus SmackDown thing, but with this whole wild card rule, it's it's kind of just up in the air. Like no one knows what's going on. So possibly, possibly, or they could even be doing their Clash of Champions and they could just rush this whole tournament, which I feel like they're going to do. I feel like it's not going to be. I don't know. I think they've got enough football. matches set up that they don't have to rush the tournament. You know, they stubbed it. They rushed yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the only thing they've not rushed is Bray Wyatt. I thought it was great to have him not even mentioned this week. I thought it was great. I know people didn't like it, but it, you've got to keep him mysterious right now. They ruined it before by Bray Wyatt talking too much and then getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was great not to even have him show up anywhere. You need to keep him mysterious. He needs to just appear, wipe someone out and disappear again, you know? Well, you know, you know they're they're really behind him because, of course, this week we got the announcement that um, Bray Wyatt or the Fiend is now a pre-order edition or yeah. pre-order bonus for WWE 2K20, which now has made me want to pre-order the game because, of course, yeah. I actually thought the Fiend was just going to be in the game because he's an actual current WWE superstar. But no, it's 2K. They have to make everything difficult for my life, so I've got to pre-order the game because I want the Fiend. Simple. So, yeah, you have to have the Fiend. Like, yeah, and the merch that apparently he sold out of SummerSlam is, uh, yeah, that's kind he, of set that all this, over. This, but this is what we've been saying. He's the he could be the biggest superstar on the entire roster. His character is so it just reeks like if you put Bray Wyatt, if you go back right to the nineties where the Golden Era where it was full of characters, and you put Bray Wyatt in that little picture there, Bray Wyatt would shine because that time. Of course, it was more characters rather than authentic and realism. And then, of course, we went to the Attitude Era where it was more about real characters and less about 
you know, the comedy or characteristics that they were coming up with. So Bray Wyatt, to me, just reeks of that proper old school kind of, you know, you stay in that character. Like the same yeah. thing Matt Hardy did with um, Broken, Broken Matt or whatever. That, that's what he reminds me of. And it's like, he's had this since he came up to, to, to Raw in 2013 or 14. He's had this since then. So this now is just them looking at the, the picture of it and just being like, right, we messed up the first time. Can't afford to do it again. His character's too good. I mean, when I first saw that vignette where, you know, it was, you know, Bray and the Firefly fly front house and he was doing whatever he was doing and then it just glitched and it changed to the fiend. I was, I don't know if you understand, like me and my friend, my friend hasn't watched wrestling in a while and he saw that and he was just like, what's this? Like, what's going on? I was like, oh, this is like, do you remember Bray Wyatt? This is his character. This is like his new character. And I was like, I can't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe when I saw the face because I was like, that's going to scare children. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's the point, isn't it? So, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was clever. Don't have him, uh, don't have him shown anywhere. I liked it. But they're actually n- not censoring him, but apparently, like, they, they are kind of trying to be a bit cautious about it because apparently um, there are, you know, like, investors and whatever. And that. now they're saying that, you know, the character's a bit too... What's the word I'm looking for? Basically, they just, yeah, they just feel it's too dark. And with the whole, you know, the Bray White head coming out at SummerSlam, which is probably the amazing. best entrance I've seen yeah, in a yeah. very, very long time. So now, and, and basically what happened is, is they uploaded the entrance onto YouTube and <laughs> YouTube actually striked the video. So the WWE took it off um, and they uploaded it with something else. So it kind of just shows you how dark this character really is. It's the best thing they've got. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Best thing honestly. they've got. But yeah, so, um, but good week and all, as I say. Yeah. I think this was SmackDown's best of the year, I mm-hmm. think. I would probably say. Well, it was definitely, it had the best sort of wrestling. Ember Moon, Charlotte was solid. More solid than I thought it would be. I thought that would just be filler, but the match was good. As I say, Reigns and Buddy Murphy, easily SmackDown's best match in a long, long time. Easily Roman Reigns' best match too, since he's come back, I yeah. think. I think he's now sort of, if you were playing football manager, he'd be 100% match fit, you know, because he, <laughs> he looked good against Buddy Murphy as well. You know, it wasn't just Buddy Murphy, Sean. Reigns put on a good match too. It was, it was good. And I think a Reigns-Daniel Bryan feud is good for both of them right now. They can put on a really good match, but either could take the loss. They, yeah. could, do, they could get a couple of pay-per-views out of them before they do next thing, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, all good. All good with Raw and SmackDown this week. Keep, keep doing the right things, but stop. Wasting my time with stupid filler matches like Rude versus No Way Jose. Do you know what I mean? mean? If you can't fill the hour, drop it to two hours. Do you know what I mean? Well, hopefully they do that. That'd be nice. Would be nice. Don't need a three-hour rule. That's another episode. (laughs) (laughs) On to some news then. Um, I've got a bit. So, uh, first bit of news to go through here is that um, WWE is still very active with Evolve, which I thought... I didn't think it was going to end. I just thought it was just like a one-off sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently we are getting... And this is going to be good for you because I know you, you like the Cruiserweights. We're getting a Cruiserweight match. Um, it's going to be with NXT's Kushida. And um, we're actually going to get him taking on Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship. Now, to me, nice. on paper, that sounds like a match of the year candidate. Oh, yeah, it will be. That is going to be an absolute <laughs> yeah, a banger. That's yeah, gonna it's going to be a banger. Drew Gulak is 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 on fire right now. 
like on fire. Um, he's looking really good. He's playing the the champion role really, really well. He's perfect for two hundred five. And then yeah, this match just yeah, next level will be next level. How long do you think it is before we hear the announcement that Triple H has brought out Evolve? <laughs> like how, <laughs> how long do you think it is? Because they've just signed. Don't know. Or... Right now, it's it's in a good place. I wouldn't mess with it. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think that will only just be time, probably. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it just shows you like where they are, They're, like with the with the with the plans and stuff. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? They'll probably do it soon. Because <laughs> they've just signed. I don't know how the deal is structured, but they've just signed Evolve's world champion. Um, but he's still contracted to Evolve. So I don't know how they structured that deal. What's going to happen? Maybe when his contract officially runs out, then he joins NXT. But to me, that kind of just shows you how strong the, the, the partnership has gotten with Evolve and, and mainly NXT. But mm. I, I don't think it's going to be long. I think like by next summer, you'll hear news that Evolve is now under WWE's guidance. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense. It really yeah. Um, so we've got some Impact news. Um, Impact says goodbye to LAX. Yeah, that's a big, and they're apparently going to WWE, you know? Well, they've which had I'm shocked at. AEW as well. Yeah, but apparently the WWE one is the one they want, which I'm shocked at. Is it going to be an NXT thing, or are they going to go straight to main roster? LAX is would be a hot hot sign into for WWE to add to that pretty weak tag team division to be this fair. is the issue when you sign yeah. a tag team like lax for me personally you have to then start taking the tag team division very seriously because from yeah. where they come from the tna tag team division isn't strong but the matches they've put on in that division have made it seem very legit and it's made mm-hmm. the tag team very legit and, the ta- and they've been they've been hot for many many years so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, that would be a really good sign in for wwe if they can get them but you have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, from what I'm reading, is the favourites to sign him is is WWE, which is I, uh, I, I which would be huge. Yeah, I personally wouldn't put them on main roster. I'd, I'd even if it's for six months, I'd put them on NXT. I think everyone who signs with WWE needs to be put through NXT. I don't care if it's a month, two months. If you're basically ready, then I don't mind you being on NXT for just one takeover and then you go up to the main roster. Yeah, I think go and go and have. Go and have some fun on NXT. Yeah, I I wouldn't hate it, but yeah, I think having them in WWE is uh is would be a good thing. But who knows? We have to wait and see. It could just switch and just go to AEW. Yeah, yeah. they could just switch it and rock up in uh, rock up back at TNA. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Resign contract. Yeah, yeah. Um, Edge says that he believes he could have one more match. It's just whether or not WWE would clear him for never. that match. They will never. They will never clear him. And like that spear was basically a hip clothesline. He, he'd done it so clever that he didn't touch anything to do with his head, neck or floor. It was, yeah, I, I can't see Edge ever fighting again. Do you, do I can't you, see it. No, I don't I think, think they'll ever I clear him. If, They're very serious about that neck injury, you know, that he's, he's got rid of Austin. I think he'll come back and do little pops, but I don't think he'll ever do a, a full match again. I think he's yeah. got the he's got the neck of like page of a sixty year old woman, you know. He um, said, I, I he'll always think he can, but I don't think they'll ever clear him. And Edge will never wrestle for anyone else. I don't think so. Well, he said this was on the um, um, his <clears> podcast. <throat> he said when I first found out, and with my retirement speech, I said what I knew at the point. I've since learned a lot, and I know 
what my limitations actually are. Um, hitting the spear isn't one of them. He said, to be perfectly honest, I think I could do a match tomorrow. I might have, I might be blown up, but I'd be okay. It's just from what I know with the WWE medical staff, they won't allow it. So he already knows they're not going to clear him. Yeah, um, they will never. And he won't. But, he would. He would never wrestle for anyone else. No, of course not. But for me, I'm just happy the fact that he's back to where he feels like he could actually just step in the ring tomorrow. Because I like the fact that we could get something like we get with Austin. Just rock up, spear yeah. someone, rock off again. You know, Austin yeah. comes, drops a couple of stunners. I like the fact that we could now get Edge, just rock up, spear someone you know, and go instead of the times they've booked him looking weak, like when authority held him by the neck or when Becky got in his face, at least now he's going to come and, uh, and cause some trouble. True. True. I mean, it obviously has to make sense, but yeah, at least he, at least he'll be around now more than, more than usual. Yeah. Um, last, well, actually I've got two more. Uh, this Ooh. one is actually quite big. Ooh. WWE has pitched, moving nxt to usa network so that's a bit of a weird one because of course they're leaving the U. well they're not leaving smackdown is leaving the usa network to go to fox uh, which then leaves raw on the usa network which i feel like usa network would be welcome to have an nxt on the network but i don't know the usa network aren't as demanding as fox have been like fox want everything certain like they want it to have a sports like feel uh, apparently from what i've read they want two different rosters they want a smackdown and a raw roster they don't want this whole mixed malarkey no yeah they're gonna phase out the the wild card but i think it's slowly happening anyway yeah isn't it? like the wild card is getting less and less um but yeah they've said they're gonna phase it out if nxt has to come off the network which i i guessing it does it's probably outgrown it Maybe I get why it's probably better that it's gone to USA Network. I mean, if it has to, it's yeah. probably the better of two evils. I just worry, like, what happens? Like, part of the appeal of NXT is because it's like an indie feel. I don't want it to become a TV show, you know? Yeah. But on the other hand, it's also why um, a lot of people that get called up don't work because their entrances work in the smaller halls, shorter ramps less fans you know like as much as i know he was badly booked and like they, they were all uh, less sentient and tyler breeze and apollo Crews looked amazing in nxt but failed on the man roster a lot of it because the gimmick's not so it, it's more difficult on a bigger arena you know hmm. um for me like it's a bigger like they were booked awfully that's not me defending how ascension and tyler breeze have been booked like i was gutted about ascension but um it's a very different world, and I just I don't think NXT with a load of TV production will look good. It will look like Blair Witch 2, you know? The first Blair Witch was great because it was on a camera recorder. The second one sucked because they had actual cameras, you know? That's all I worry about. But I think it'd be better that it's on USA Network if it has to. I just hope that it's all nonsense talk. <laughs> with, with, with this, it's more to just counter AEW, isn't it? It's nothing. Yeah, and that's the thing. If they're only thinking to counter AEW with... NXT, they're not particularly worried, are they? You know? <laughs> like, that, I think it just says where they are, and I think an NXT AEW show-off is, is a great idea. Like, yeah. But because we'll like, see. We'll see. Yeah. NXT is, is, is fire. Although TakeOver wasn't the greatest TakeOver ever. Wasn't it was best. good. Yeah, I've had those better, but they've set such high expectations, like a really good TakeOver, like last week. <laughs> is 
you know, behind others, you know. But uh, yeah, we'll see. It's uh, it's big news though. Like USA Network getting it is is a big deal. I had assumed it was a definite Fox deal. To be fair, I thought it was as well. But apparently, they've pitched it to um, USA Network, and it's just more like I said to just do getting the eyes on the product because you know when AEW is on cable television, not just here, not just in America, sorry, also here in the UK, it's like okay, we can watch NXT on you know, the network, but it's like for the guys in the, in America, I mean, just just from me, my personal opinion, I would rather just, you know, be sat at a TV with my remote, being able to change a channel rather than having to load up an app. Go yeah, on the network, yeah, of course. That stuff. So I think it's just the it. home of it. I, I think it's yeah. better that it's USA Network because they won't try and tinker with it too much. Yeah. yeah. Fox would want an input, you know? Yeah, true. But then what worries me is, how much input does Vince get once it's on TV? You know? We don't need to talk about that one. We, we don't, yeah. we don't we'll worry to... about it. Let's get it on TV first and then we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> now, this is the big, big, big news. And this is very big. Um, so, uh, this is coming from Forbes. Vince McMahon is reportedly refusing to release Dolph Ziggler from his WWE contract. So, what happened was, is before SummerSlam... Uh, Dolph Ziggler apparently approached Vince McMahon and said that he wanted to just go away and do personal things. We're, we're using comedy. quotation marks he here. Comedy, no, he wants to go to AEW. No, nah, I don't I think Ziggler will wrestle anymore. I think he'll do his stand-up comic stuff. You don't well, see him on Wild and Out. I think that's like, what Vince is scared yeah. of. I think he's scared that he's going to go to another, another brand. So mm. apparently... Um, this is this is what I'm reading here. So according to a source in WWE that's, that I spoke with this past Monday, it was supposed to be Dolph Ziggler's last day with the company. I was told that there was a handshake deal in place between Vince McMahon and Dolph Ziggler and that Vince would let Dolph Ziggler out of his deal following SummerSlam so that Ziggler could pursue his other projects. On Monday prior to Raw, Dolph approached Vince McMahon to thank him. However, it was then that Vince told Dolph that he would not let him out of his deal and that he would rather just pay him to sit at home. Wow. I don't I don't believe it. Wow. That one I, <laughs> that one I don't believe. I don't know why. Wow. I just I don't believe that one. And the bits I saw on Twitter, apparently they're saying it's not true. I don't believe that one. I think that's just um WWE hating. I think that's all that is. I don't believe that one. Myself. Like it wouldn't shock me. Like yeah. that's Vince all over. I just don't think it's I just don't think it's a thing. You know? I I I don't. Well, like, got, got he kind of, he must have, his contract was only up like a year ago, maybe less, and then he signed a new one. I, I No, I just don't see it being a thing. I don't see it. Well, you've got to look here, though. He, Vince was comfortable with paying Sasha Banks to sit at home. For yeah, and he's still comfortable with paying Harper to not even be on the show, be on a live event. <laughs> do you so, know what I mean? So I can, yeah, so I as can I say, believe it. 100%, but I just, I don't think... That's what's happened with Dolph Ziggler. Mm. I think Dolph Ziggler is a lot more comfortable. And I don't for one second believe that Dolph Ziggler would go. I don't think if he doesn't wrestle for WWE, I don't think Dolph Ziggler gives a damn about wrestling. Dolph Ziggler's got his sort of comedy plans. You know, he's, he's got plans away from wrestling that I think he enjoys a lot more. I don't think he would go to another brand at all. If he doesn't, if he stops wrestling for WWE, I think Dolph Ziggler stops wrestling unless he gets like a big paycheck for an indie thing. But I don't think he'll go to another brand and do it full time ever. So I don't know. 
they, they, it's it's believable because it's Vince and you've you've seen him do it a million times before. Just don't think the reason for it makes sense because I don't think Dolph Ziggler would go anywhere else. And I think they've been quite supportive on his comedy stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Of course, money changes a lot of things. I don't know. I don't believe that one, but it wouldn't shock me. Because then you got to remember how flexible AEW is as well with contracts. Mm. Like they. But would he have his... come out and still done the same thing with Miz so comfortably? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. See how that plays out. But I don't think that one is is much true. And Dave Meltzer said it's not true. So my God, man, it must be. <laughs> 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 Dave Meltzer knows everything, no? <laughs> yes, I suppose so, yeah. I suppose so. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Dolph, but, um, Dolph is approaching 40 years old, so it makes sense. Exactly. That I just probably wouldn't go anywhere. But as I said, money talks. If you're getting the same yeah. contract as a Dean Ambrose and yeah. they're giving him time off as well to do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to travel so much, you get yeah. less schedule, you can do all your comp stand up stuff, because that's what's important to Dolph, is yeah. him starting to spin on that. He loves that stuff. But um yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I just, I'm not buying that one. <laughs> uh, have you got any news? Anything interesting? Uh, the only thing I read was that apparently for the NXT UK stuff coming up, Drew McIntyre and Cesaro have asked to appear and uh-huh. literally take my money. I'll sign up for a year's worth of, of uh, network. Can you imagine like Pete Dunne versus Cesaro or Walter versus Drew McIntyre? Sign it up. Just If that's a real thing, get them on the show immediately, Triple H. Do not even... Mm. that would be awesome for that but you know what i was thinking the other day though i was thinking if they really just made everything like a proper structured brand like you know nxt was a proper brand because right now they still class it as a developmental show but if they mm. let it be a proper brand and nxt uk was a proper brand i am 100 percent sure guys like drew finn and even cesaro would not mind going down to nxt uk I think what they need to do, how they can start to do that, is get the to twenty four seven title on NXT summer. Possibly, yeah. Because Mick Foley did say it's for anyone, you know. Yeah. I would say get that title on there, then you can start to mix people in, you know. You can start to, you know, like with the Street Profits appearing on Raw, maybe let's have the twenty four seven being defended by someone down on NXT and have it go through the NXT roster a little bit. Cause there's a lot of guys there that he could bounce through that could get some TV time, you know? Um, I think, I think battle will appear at um, NXT UK takeover simply yeah. because he's off. He's not doing anything. And if triple any, you know, triple H loves Finn Balor. So if he's like, can you come down and just have another appearance? I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll have an appearance. And it was, yeah, hopefully if we can get, if we can get Drew Cesaro and Finn down there, that makes NXT UK and, actual like thing you know what i mean like because like it was a thing anyway but then that gets it mainstream casual viewers will watch they could even they could even do if they wanted to because i don't know what the current landscape of this storyline is but they could even do killian dane and matt riddle on on oh, NXT just, Killian Dane destroy. Just I can just watch Killian Dane destroy Matt Riddle all day. <laughs> I, I, we talked about it last week, and it happened yeah. again. I, I, yeah, just carry on. Oh, and I suppose the other bit of news. Sorry, I just, I just, I don't even know why it's gone to my head. Roman Reigns is obviously signed for like ever on yeah, some long team contract, any? So, yeah. He so sort of, yeah, like you said, he's literally now like the new John Cena multi millionaire face mm-hmm. of WWE, which. This, and the thing and right um, now, like and yeah, they they they're booking him well as well at the minute. So just leave it as it is, you know. 
So, they're booking. Yeah. They're booking Seth like Roman used to be booked, and they're booking Roman like Seth used to be booked. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, and wow. also a little shout out to one of my favorite women's wrestlers ever, Santana Garrett. She, mm-hmm. I know she's a veteran. She's been around the block ever, but her signing now for the, like the WWE is um, awesome. I'm really, really. Is she, is she a UK independent wrestler, or is she? No, she she's been she's been in TNA. She was in the May Young Classic. You know, she's just one of them experienced girls that you bounce around. There was talk that she was going to be Sister Abigail. They were trying to sign her. She was meant to be one. She put like a a tweet out that sort of got. Oh, was that open. her? That was her. Yeah, oh. but now she's signed. They've actually signed her. So she is uh, she is uh, NXT WWE property now. Like full on, which is great because she's really, really good. If you find some Santana Garrett stuff, she's a perfect worker. You know, she's a really good worker. She'll slot in um, into that sort of women's division quite well. You know, so uh, yeah, and I'm a big fan of Santana Garrett. So if you're listed Santana, like send me shit. <laughs> but no, I am a big fan, and I'm really pleased that she's uh, she's been signed. But yeah, she was the one that was the talk. Cause she put like a picture of before and then her with like a mask on and everyone, there was a big talk that she was sister Abigail and then she had to go quiet. And, um, and then obviously they scrapped the sister Abigail thing and, but now they've signed her. So that's great. That's I'm great. pleased with that. Happy with that. Um, shout out to, else. I'm looking at my notes, but yeah, shout out to, oh, I was going to say before we uh, wrap it up, I was going to say two things. I was going to say shout out to um, Jordan miles for winning the um, breakout star tournament. For NXT, yeah. um, like it's it's, it's bad isn't it, that you can read about stuff like <laughs> the future. Oh, We've got yeah, some we'll... episodes of Jordan Miles coming up, boys. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we won't. We ain't gonna go over any NXT spoilers because I don't. None. I, but no. yeah, congratulations! Massive shout out to Jordan Miles. Great winner. Great winner. And also, I just want to just say to if anyone in NXT is listening, like. Just, just, just. If you do anything, just don't do or change anything about Io Shirai. Like, just nothing. Don't do nothing. Just leave her exactly how she is. Because I'm telling you now, she's probably my favorite women's wrestler in the entire world right now. That, wow, that performance at NXT Takeover is the best match she's had since. I would say that was the best match on NXT Takeover too. Yeah, 100%. Just, I would say, like, don't get me wrong, Cole and Gargano smashed it to bits, but I I think because of the surprise of how good Shirai and Candice LeRae were, you know? Yeah. It's huge. So. I, I'd go as far as to say, personally, for me, it's one of the best women matches in WWE all year so far. It was, like, yeah. that's, that's just me, personally, because there's, there's nothing that comes to mind right now for me that tops that. Not even any, Not even the women's main event at WrestleMania. That doesn't even top it. Like, Maybe, maybe um, Sasha Banks versus, was it, was it, um, was it Becky or was it Charlotte she faced? I can't remember. At the Royal Rumble. Mm. Um, I think it was Becky. I think it was Becky. Mm. No, Becky was, oh yeah, it was. I think it was Becky. That match was really good. Um, No, sorry, that was it. It was Asuka versus uh, Becky Lynch. That opened Royal Rumble. That match was fantastic. But... This match, oh my goodness. I might have, I might go watch it again. And the, <laughs> yeah. theme, and the theme music, oh my god. No, WWE, listen, just don't, nothing. Leave her. Just leave her. Future yeah. NXT and, and if you're And if you're listening while we're talking about things to leave alone, do not book Alistair Black and The Fiend anytime soon. 
save oh, I it. That, I saw that Twitter. Um, but I just worry that because Alistair Black's not in King of the Ring, I worry that they're going to pull the finger on that too fast and don't do it. Like that's a wait. WrestleMania match, that is. Yeah, exactly. And they don't even need a title. So you can have two big stars busy for WrestleMania without any belts on the line. Yeah. Yeah. They can do so much stuff with that match at WrestleMania. Just like graphically. I'm just surprised and... Alistair Black wasn't in the King of the Ring. But I I if he loses, he, he can't lose at the minute. Like he's a bit like Fiend. He has to win, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, yeah. then. Okay, I think that's it. Other than also, a quick shout out away from WWE. I know it's not, but John Moxley taking the mask off Pentagon was a bit, was a weird one. Like he actually, I haven't seen that. Took his mask off. Yeah, yeah, I saw it this morning. So this is brand new, but yeah, he, he unmasked him. So go and find that. And you, I'm sure I'll see a Twitter from you about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find that. Soon. Yeah, he unmasked him. Like, um, oh. and you don't normally do that to a lucha. So it's, you know. Obviously, I'm, but, yeah. I'm pretty sure they agreed to doing it, though. Yeah, yeah, but he's like full off mask on out the ring. Guy had to hold his face. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was pretty big. Pretty big deal. Pentagon Junior. and he beat him as well. So yeah, it's a big win for him. But yeah, he took his mask clean off. Oh, I bet WWE just regretting letting him go. I, I just well, they didn't let him go. He walked away, but he didn't walk away. Quite He'll be back. He'll come but, back. Man, is he just he's just doing the rounds. In, yeah, in the, he'll go and make his money, and then they'll make a big, big offer. And uh, but yeah, well, how long's he tied down to AEW for? Isn't it like three to five years? But he's got a no, he's got a break at 12 months, he can walk away at 12 months. He was oh, clever with his contract wow. after 12 months. If it's not worked out or he doesn't think it's going, he can just walk away when he likes after 12 months. He's he's signed a very clever deal, a, a deal that could get because back. in 12 months' time, he's still going to be super hot. And if AEW after six months is like, oh shit, this ain't working so good, he can just go back and take a massive paycheck because he'll be super hot from his indie run. Yeah, but well, he can't very, come back. Very clever businessman, Mister Moxley. <laughs> yeah, he can't come back as like the the Dean Ambrose we've seen before. No, he'll have to come back as like a Moxley esque. Yeah. yeah, how they should have booked him. But yeah, so um, I would check out the card from the event that was last night. By the way, the was it the North East Wrestling Prison Break event or whatever it's called? Because uh, Big Cast was on it too, and Enzo was on it, and Moxley was on it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a quite a decent card, and I, I heard rumors that. Uh, Jerry Lawler and David Arquette were on it, which is weird. But <laughs> hmm. that to be <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much. But yeah, um, yeah, I wanted to throw that in because I saw that this morning, and it was at the very bottom of my paper. Yeah, I'm Mars Pentagon Junior, which is which is big deal. Yeah. <sighs> they were yeah, thinking that's... about that on Raw the other week when um, Andrade had. Rey Mysterio, like, trying to unmask him. Or I think he did unmask him. I can't remember. And I'm guessing it's something for AEW, like, later on, because they're both in AEW, aren't they? Pentagon yeah. Jr. is there. So I'm guessing that's set up a bit of a storyline to keep them busy when the show starts, which will be a good one. You know, um, I'm super excited for that. But, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's quite a big deal to unmask. Someone like Pentagon Jr. as well. He's a big big guy. He? He's a name. Man, as of the 31st, though, the, the independence is just going to like a skeleton man all these guys are just locked down after the 31st of august crazy crazy we have to see which ones step up and become the new indie guys isn't it? <laughs> hopefully there there is some because right now it's just looking a bit like ring of honor is just done like there's nothing no one interesting maybe jay lethal but other than that there is no one on ring of honor that I find. but yeah it's not now is it do you know like it's We'll have to see. But that's going to be it 
yep. for the podcast today or this week. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, drop your socials, Mr. Lips. Right, yeah. So it's Darry Lips literally across the board on Twitch, on YouTube. Darry Lips 37 on Twitter. Uh, give it all a follow and then jump in all the Centre Mid Gaming stuff too because there's some really awesome guys doing some awesome things in there as well. Um, follow me on Twitter, Twitch and my YouTube channel as well, at Wolfie. Uh, that's Wolfie with a three, W-O-L-F-E-3-Y. Um, and also, like Darry said, follow the guys over at CMG. Follow CMG's Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Discord, everything. Great guys, this stream is powered by CMG. Uh, they help us, they get out there, they show love, and we appreciate you guys very, very much. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, um, hopefully there's just... Hopefully, just hopefully continues going Smackdown. the way because yeah. at the minute though we haven't had to hate too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I tried to like because the Robert Roode No Way Jose, and I'm thinking right there it is. I'm gonna hate on that, but <laughs> no, I'm not hating too much. It's doing okay, you know. I like the direction it's going. It's still a lot of work to do. Um, need to get the belt off Seth Rollins fast, but yeah, I like where it's going. So hopefully it can just continues this vein. As I say, SmackDown was awesome. So. Yeah, WWE, don't, don't, don't be stupid. Miss. Yeah, you're you're on rhythm to have actual be back into the swing of it by October. You know, when everything hits a reset, they'll be flying again. You know, if they keep going the way they're going. So, um, but yeah, man, we're we're out. Um, I am gonna be. I don't know what if Darry's got anything planned, but I'm gonna be uploading another video during the week. Um. Yeah, well, I'm on actual. I'm on holiday, twenty first to the thirty first. There'll be no live streams, but there will be YouTube videos. Football Manager every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as normal. I managed to get them all out just for the ten days that I'm away, and then I'm back September first. So you came prepared. You see that? Yeah, yeah preparation yeah. at its finest. Well, it's tiring, but it's preparation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, We'll catch you guys very soon. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Give us a like rating on YouTube and we'll see you guys next week. Laters. Yeah. I am only a-